bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Thank you, DJ Brother Z. Hey, dude, so, like, you got some, like, mellow, like, DJ Brother Z music for the breaks? The... I mean, like, like chill music. You got some chill music? Because you be ramping people up and, you know, I'd be listening to the morning show. Y'all be like on like 20. I'd be trying to be on like eight. Y'all be on 20. So if you could get me something like, like nine or 10, something mellow, something chill. You know what I'm saying? Real, real, <laughs> I got my 40 tough. I could work with that. See, I change. You get mad. I asked for this. He get mad. He just be, then he come up. Then he come up. See, he always playing. I'm trying to. I'm going to keep cutting me off. No, he's not doing that. I'm doing it. 833-212-1017 is the number. So the Black Owned Business Give Back is back. We have teamed up again with Associated Bank to help. Local black businesses grow and succeed in 2023 together. The home of Milwaukee. See, now I got to talk slow. The home of Milwaukee. <clears throat> let me get wait, 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 wait. Let me get it. Let me get it. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter in 2023. To sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. Is that cold or what? I got it. I got it. You got to give me mine. You got it. <laughs> visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. This is blackbusinessgiveback.com. Make sure you check it out. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth. We'll be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter. That's 20 businesses. Got it? Again, to sign up, blackbusinessgiveback.com. For official contest rules, head to where? Blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank, member FDIC. Oh, I should have said it like this. Associated Bank, member 
FDIC. You're listening to Truth Overnight. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, you're right. Hey, that's all I'm saying, you know? Truth Overnight. <laughs> and then the host falls asleep because the music is too slow. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I tried to talk to her, but she had her radio up, and I said, eh, she never responded, so. I'm just saying. Award-winning 1017 The Truth proudly celebrates black excellence and the most monumental moments in our history. Tune in all month as we celebrate Black History Month. 1017 The Truth celebration of Black History Month is sponsored by UW Credit Union, Tayback Law, Cardinal Stritch, and American Family Insurance. Yeah, I'm going to read that later. I'm going to do that later. All right. 833-212-1017 is the number. I had some do, 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 do. talking text line drama. So talking text line said, but your credit unions don't pay federal taxes. We could go a long way towards our federal deficit if they did. No, we wouldn't. They operate just like banks like this point. Right. They give money to you. You pay interest on it. They in turn pay people to work there. They turn, they in turn make money off of the loan and then take it and give it back to people. Like that's the whole point of a credit union to be non profit, right? Banks actually pay taxes. But the, but the key is that you, we keep thinking like we keep thinking like income tax, and it has nothing to do with income tax. Businesses are taxed differently. Maybe we need to have somebody come in and talk about that. Maybe that's what we need to do. Also, talking tax line, yeah, yeah. Dr. Ken, I heard on the news earlier today that three Walmarts are closing in Illinois. Yeah, they're closing down stores because prices are going too high and then they have to raise their prices and it defeats the purpose of going to a discount store when there's no discount. That's just my, my, my common sense. When is this from? Okay. I'll check it out. Now, now watch this. Miss Sandra now has, she's a, she's a technically savvy. So, you know, like she'd be talking like she don't know, but she know. Um, 833-212-1017 is the number. So she sent me two articles to check out. But let me check the first one. Uh, That's just the house. It it has to still pass the rest of it. So the Clarion Ledger from Mississippi, the Mississippi Clarion Ledger um, from yesterday shows the passage of House Bill 1020 comes in spite of some of the starkest possible Opposition from Jackson's mayor, city council, representatives of the House, many 
of whom said the bill reminded them of the darkest days of Mississippi's racist past. So the House floor uh, in the chamber of Mississippi passed a bill that would create an unelected state-appointed court system within the city of Jackson. As conflict between the city and state continues to be one of the key themes of the 2023. And so it passed only one side, and I guess it has to go to the state Senate. Um. I don't know if I want to dive into this today because it's going to take me some time to look at it and um, and figure it out. So we'll we'll look at that. We'll also look at an article about uh, that and other things that are going on in the state. But since I'm here and since I'm doing it, um, when we come back, we will look at what I lovingly call the top five at five. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. I got a giveaway. Um, I don't give away anything. I'm going to give away a prize pack tomorrow for the uh, Black History Month quiz. But today will be sometime between now and 6 o'clock. We'll be looking for a, someone to qualify as a finalist in the one call that's all. 5K giveaway that's going to be pulled March 31st by me. I can tell you exactly the time we're going to do it between four and six on March 31st. That's the exact time. It's going to take two hours. <laughs> so, so you'll have to make sure you, if you uh, sign up and if you're a qualifier, you have to make sure you are by your phone. Cause if you ain't by your phone, well, I don't know if uh, that's going to fly. Number five. I couldn't resist this one from CNN because chances are if you're listening to this and you're female, you've gone through your share of leggings. Like maybe it's me, but do women wear pants anymore? They wear leggings for everything. I'm not touching that. See, why are we not? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Say that on the air. Uh, Say it on the air. Ben, here, okay, yeah, Ben, that's here what you I go. Thought. Bye. <laughs> so, so I don't understand the leggings thing. Like, what happened? Like, women just stopped wearing pants and start wearing leggings. Now, I can see if you wear leggings under something or leggings with a blouse and a jacket, but they just wear leggings. Everything is seen. And then someone wears sheer. I'm like, why do you have that on? Like, Here's the other thing that intrigued me while I'm still on number five. Why is it that I can wear your, well, I'm not going to say that. Let me, let me rephrase that. You're a woman. You can wear panties and the police will come arrest you. But a woman walking down the street in a bikini, it's okay. Like, what's the difference? 
Can somebody explain to me what the difference is? And if I get matching panties and, and, and bra and call it a bikini, it's a bikini. You can walk around and be whatever you want, wherever you want to do. But if I put fruit of the loom on them, oh, you're walking around in your underwear, it's indecent. What? So now what? We dispense with all that and just put on leggings. It's just weird to me. Am I approved? Okay. I was just making sure. Number four. Anybody, you know who Burt Bacharach is? Oh, wow. So Burt Bacharach was 94 years old. He is probably one of the most prolific songwriters back when y'all parents probably wasn't still alive um, in the 1950s to about the 1980s. Um, if you remember the movie Arthur, right? He wrote the theme to that. He did a lot of great songs, but he wrote a lot of stuff for movies. He didn't, you know, raindrops keep falling on my head. It was a movie, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, uh, Arthur, and on and on and on. He wrote songs for Dionne Warwick, Neil Diamond, Tom Jones, well, the Carpenters and Christopher Cross. We could do without that. But anyway, um, he was a prolific songwriter. Um, in my mind, there's only one true master of song, and that's Quincy Jones. After that, eh. But um, Bert Bacharach is dead today at the age of 94. Number three. Representative Angie Craig was assaulted in an elevator in her apartment building in Washington, D.C. this morning. Minnesota Democrat chief of staff said that Representative Craig defended herself from the attacker and suffered bruising, but otherwise is physically okay. Nick Coe said in a statement, adding that the assailant fled the scene and there was no evidence that the incident was politically motivated. D.C. Metro Police Department spokesperson um, Elena Gertz called the case remains set. The case remains under active investigation and the statement released by the chief of staff said that the Congresswoman called 911 is grateful to the DC Metro police department for their quick response. There was also a New Jersey councilwoman that was killed and a New Jersey councilman that was killed. So, so I'm hearing to me, don't run for office. Stay right where you are and just kind of chill and, you know, stay on the radio. Number two. If you haven't heard, in Turkey and Syria, there was an earthquake uh, the other day. Ten-year-old girl was actually found alive. It's been 90 hours since Turkey's earthquake, according to a statement from the Antila Metropolitan Fire Department today. The first thing she asked after her rescue she asked for milk. Hilal Saglam was trapped underneath rubble in a building in the Hatay province, and the rescue team heard the sound from under the rubble and were able to rescue her. It was a meticulous seven-hour work, and the injured girl was taken by stretcher with great joy and applause. But as of today, more than 21,000 people are found to have died in the earthquake in Turkey and Syria. It was a massive earthquake that's actually struck on Monday, 7.8 
one of the strongest in the area in more than a century. And there have been several aftershocks. And so Turkey's Disaster and Emergency Management Agency has been now calling for international help. And uh, the International Federation of Red Cross and Red Crescent Society, so, you know, Red Cross is Christian, Red Crescent is, is Islamic um, they're going to get together. They launched immediate cash assistance from Disaster Response Emergency Fund to help, and a lot of other organizations are there. So I would say keep them in your prayers. Um, it's going to be a difficult, difficult. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Number one. A group of former NFL players is suing the league's Disability Benefits Program. Commissioner Roger Goodell and the Disability Board accused them of routinely denying disability claims. In a lawsuit filed today in the district court, For the District of Maryland, 10 players, including two-time Pro Bowl running back Willis McGahan, M-C-G-A-H-E-E. I'm sorry, I think that's McGee. McGahee. Anyway, Super Bowl champion Jason Alford said they were seeking redress for the wrongful denial of benefits, the denial of statutory mandated full and fair review of benefit denials, violations of plan terms, or governing regulations and breaches of fiduciary duty. The lawsuit alleges the accused parties acted in a overly aggressive and disturbing pattern of erroneous and arbitrary benefit denials, bad faith, contract misrepresentations, and other unscrupulous tactics when it came to withholding disability benefits and a lack of thoroughness when reviewing medical records. This is from CNN Sports. It alleged the board members were engaged in repeated and substantial derelictions of their responsibilities, having repeatedly refused to pay contractually mandated benefits and have statistically proven conflicts. The lawsuit alleges the league's disability benefit program, Commissioner Goodell, and the disability board found ways to limit the payment of benefits to the very players whom the plan was designed to help and that players were forced to navigate a, a Byzantine process in order to attempt to obtain those benefits only to be met with denial. It accuses the disability board of not hiring neutral physicians to carry out assessments of players injuries, saying they were biased. The lawsuit alleges a correlation between the amount of money paid to the physicians and the likelihood of players claim would be denied. Between March 31st, 2019 and April 1st, 2020, 4.5% of players were found to be totally and permanently disabled by physicians paid more than $210,000, said the lawsuit. Conversely, 
During the same period, 30% were found to be disabled by physicians were only paid between 54000 and $60,000. So Eric Smith, who played for the New York Jets until 2012, suffered 13 documented traumatic brain injuries and was denied line of duty benefits uh, in 2013. And his appeal was denied a year later, according to the lawsuit. He reapplied for LOD benefits in 2015 after being seen by a physician who was paid $34,268 and had found 20 impairments among players. After Smith was awarded benefits, according to the lawsuit, the physician's compensation from the board fell sharply the next year to 16,711. When he applied for permanent and neurocognitive disability in 2018, he was repeatedly denied. Some paid over a million dollars despite his head, neck, lumbar spine impairments, marked decreased uh, shoulder range of motion, rotator cuff weakness. So there's a lot of things that are going on in here. And, um, It's amazing when you pay all this money, when you're making millions of dollars into a system that's supposed to actually pay you back, and you constantly get denied. So why have the system? Why bother with a system that's not going to pay you disability? And so this will be going to court. And this will be a linchpin for other players. And so it's it's before the lawsuit was filed, Goodell was asked during his pre-Super Bowl news conference about the denial of benefits. And he said that he believes the benefits were extraordinary for our players. But as you know, it's a defined benefit plan also. Defined benefit plan operates under governmental law. And we have to obviously have a system to be able to identify who qualifies for benefits and who doesn't qualify for those benefits. And that's done with union and management. And the facts are that's done independently with doctors who make a determination of whether the benefit of an individual qualifies under that program. The issue I have is that they hired the doctors. That's like when you go to companies and you complain and the company tells you, oh, by the way, if you go to, to, and I'm just picking something at random, this is an example, Twitter, and you want to complain about Twitter, then you have to go to arbitration. You can't sue us. Well, you check the box here. So really, for me to go on for free, you're saying that I got to sue, and this, this is all made up. I, I have to check the box that says I can't sue you. If you rent a car. If you buy something, you should always read that form that comes with it where it tells you if there's a grievance, you have to use an arbitrator. You can't sue us. And we get to choose the arbitrator. Oh, that's not going to happen. I would breach that and sue them anyway. That's terrible. But sometimes when you get things for free, you actually sign away things that you shouldn't be signing away. And so for me, that's, that's, that's troublesome. That is troublesome to me. 833-212-1017 is the number. Wayne sent a text 
show you how tired I am. I don't even remember if I read it, but I'm going to read it again. It said, Dr. Ken, lots of comments yesterday on the Brookfield Alderman and his remarks about affordable housing. Regardless if you think it was free speech or discriminatory, don't you think public officials should be more measured in the way they construct their comments on any subject? And so my reply said he will have the responsibility I'm sorry. He will have to be responsible for what happens because he exercised his freedom of speech. He doesn't lose it because he's an alderman. It's his right as a U.S. citizen like you and me. As callous as it was, it was his right. However, if there's backlash or pushback because of it, that's something he'll have to live with. And it might mean in the future he may not be able to be reelected. He may not be able to. (laughs) <laughs> move to another town because someone may get mad at him. They, they may protest him. They may march in front of his house, get a permit and march. So you, you have to look at it from both sides. Had an interesting conversation about that same thing with freedom of speech and Colin Kaepernick. Does Colin Kaepernick have a right to kneel? Well, if you have a, for lack of a better term, a personal services contract, with the National Football League, and they want you to stand during the national anthem. You don't want to put your hand over your heart, okay, but you got to stand. And you kneel? You wonder why people had pushed. Now, people have a right to have pushback. So whether you like people pushing back on something he believes he had a right to do, that's fine. But if somewhere in the NFL's contract said you got to play, then that's it. When the, when, the, when the military says, hey, it's military day, it's public service day, whatever, you can come to the game for free and blah, blah, blah. If you're a police, fire, paramedic, nurse, um, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, whatever, guess what? That's paid for. A third party paid for that. So they want you to stand or, or however it is. If you decide to kneel, That's your right. But if you have a contract and they say you can't kneel, you can't kneel. And if you kneel and there are repercussions or you got cut or you can't get a job and then somebody said, well, he got paid millions by Nike. I said, yeah, but he didn't get get paid anything near what he might have made over time in the NFL. He lost that. So there's always two sides to the coin. There's always two sides. And that's all I'm saying. At some point, you know, you can't bite the hand that feeds you. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. I, I, I agree with Wayne. You should be more measured, but if you're not, eh, you Kind of got to take what comes back at you. And if if it comes back to bite you, then it does. But I would rather that happen than we tell somebody they can't say something or can't do something. I would rather Colin Kaepernick follow his heart and actually do what he did because he believes that that's the right thing to do. And I respect that. 
I, I think some of the crazy people who were screaming and hollering, how dare he do it, forgot that we live in America. And they don't get to dictate who's American. Colin Kaepernick is an American. And if he decided he wanted to kneel, he could. Repercussions, come what may. That's why people can burn the flag, wear the flag on their behind, sit on it, trash it, because we have freedom of speech. And that is more important than your feelings. So my suggestion to all the people who screamed about Colin Kaepernick is, one, get over yourself. Two, nobody complained when you marched and complained about what? Rioted and burned down stuff because you didn't want black people in the same city with you in the same town on the same block living around your house. And next week, we'll be talking about just that. We'll talk about the color of law. We'll, 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 we'll talk this week. I'll be talking about Friday. I'll have some guests in and some of my teammates from the truth and talk about that tomorrow, but we're going to jump into the color of law and how redlining kind of made Milwaukee the way it is today. And we forget, we forget that. The new 1017, The Truth, is the home of Milwaukee Panthers basketball. Don't miss any of the hoop action by listening to Panthers basketball on 1017, The Truth, The Truth app, and all of your favorite streaming platforms. Tonight, the Milwaukee Panthers are at the UWM Panther Arena to play against Detroit Mercy Titans. Coverage begins at 6.30 with tip-off at 7 p.m. So, (laughs) a friend of mine used to be the president who's now retired from Detroit Mercy. And I have another friend who's a, who's a dean in one of the schools in Detroit. And so we've been kind of going back and forth because, you know, UWM is playing. I wonder if we beat Detroit Mercy last time. Anyway, that's at 6.30 today. Um, UWM Panthers are going to be playing the Detroit Mercy Titans. 6.30 p.m., tip-off at 7, and I think that will be pretty cool. I think that will be um, something that will either get me dinner or make me buy dinner. One call, that's all. One call, that's all is right. Now it's your chance to be entered into our one call, that's all 5K giveaway as a finalist. You heard that? That's $5,000. Be caller number three right now to be entered in to win $5,000. Remember, if you or a loved one has ever been injured in an accident, give Gruber Law Officers a call. One call, that's all. Be caller number three, 833-212-1017 to be a finalist to win the one call, that's all, 5K giveaway. For official contest rules, visit 1017thetruth.com. Caller number three, 833-212-1017. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Yeah, I'm going to have to check out that Panther basketball game. Man, they better beat Detroit or else I'm going to have to buy lunch next time I'm in Detroit. That's not, that's not, that's not cool. I'll be crying. <laughs> so we shall see. 833-212-1017 is the number. Let me get back to this, what what uh, Sandra sent me. Um, Let me see. She sent me a couple of stories. So on CNBC, the Mississippi House okayed a new court system to be appointed by white state officials for the second blackest U.S. city stoking tension. So here are the key points. Mississippi House has approved the creation of a new court system within the city of Jackson in which judges and prosecutors in the overwhelmingly black city would be appointed by white state officials. Now, does that mean that they'll be all white or all black? Who knows? A bill creating the new court system passed despite intense opposition by black legislators. And Jackson Mayor um, Chokwi Antar Lamumba who, like 80% of the city residents, is black, reported, it reminds me of apartheid after watching the debate from the House Gallery. Local residents elected judges and prosecutors in every other county court system in the state. And so this is going to be an ongoing story we're going to watch. I believe it would have to pass um, the other side of the House and... um, I mean, this change is a break from the rest of the state where judges and prosecutors are elected by voters. And if they approve it in the state Senate and the governor, the court system and its judges will preside over a so-called improvement district spanning all of Jackson's downtown and shopping and entertainment areas. So the mayor, of course, said it reminds him of apartheid and that if it's actually passed, the Supreme Court justice would then appoint who's white. So how could this be changed? Is the fact that the Supreme Court is white, does that play a part in it? Of course, I'm playing devil's advocate. Does that, does that play a part in it? Would you trust white Supreme Court justices to choose black people or, or white people to Be judges over a population that's different. So there are times when, and I'm going to just put it out there. There are times when we go out of our way to make sure we show that we're in the middle. And that we're not prejudiced and we're not racist and we're not judgmental and we're not intolerant. Right? And then there are other times when it's okay to choose your own race. And sometimes that confuses me because when are those times? Is it okay all the time? Is it okay none of the time? And I think if we would just come to grips with the schisms that are there, with the differences, I think we'd be a much better country. If we would just accept the fact that we have issues with race 
and that people prefer their own race. People prefer their own ethnicity. People prefer to choose whatever they want to choose as it relates to race and gender and ethnicity. And that's that. And what you do, I cannot like, and it shouldn't matter to you. You shouldn't have to make me like what you're doing, saying, or what you like. But for some reason, there's this thing in the world that, that we have to, you, you can only do what we deem, this group of people, deem correct. And I'm not with that. And I guess as I age and as I mature, they're just some things I'm not going to bother with. If I believe something should be neutral, as in race neutral, I'm okay to say it. And what about people that are mixed? It disturbs me, and I'm, I'm, I'm out there, so I may as well say, it disturbs me when people say, hey, if you're mixed with black, then, then, I mean, they believe in the one drop rule that they were talking about in Birth of a Nation and all kind of ridiculous. And, well, if you have one drop of black blood in you, you're black. But what if you look white? Like, if you decide to be white, why can't you be white? Why do you have to be black because one of your parents was black? Why can't you just be who you decide you want to be? If you're mixed Hispanic and white or Hispanic and black, you get to choose. People can't choose for you. If you decide you want to be Hispanic, be Hispanic. If you decide you want to be white, be, if you want to be both, be both. And I think somewhere we lost giving other people the ability to be who they are. But I think that's what makes this country so great. That we have mixed ethnicities. We have black, white, Hispanic, Asian, male. We have uh, Irish and Scottish and English and Lithuanian and all, all kinds of, Lithuania even still a country? Anyway, we, we have all this stuff. And instead of embracing people's differences and saying, wow, really? Right? We get mad at them because we feel like they're rejecting something, which is actually none of our business. We reject black men who marry white women. We reject Black women who marry white men, we, his, we, we reject Hispanic men. Like, it, it's like, why do you care? It's called love. You love somebody? That's it. That's it. Empower them. Help them. Be who they are and love who they love. But for some reason, we get all antsy. And, and, and I'm, 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 a be, I'm as pro-black as they come, probably overtly. That doesn't make me anti anything. And I can respect somebody who now when white people say I'm pro white and then they give off the Confederate flag thing and start doing stuff that's that's clearly racist. That's one thing. But if you want to embrace being Serbian, Croatian, Italian. French, God bless you. Knock yourself out. That's where I think we'll have. A great conversation. I think it's phenomenal that you have multiple cultures in one family. That is like, for me, the coolest thing in the world. Takes a lot of eating, though, you know, depending on the culture. You know, some of y'all like hot food. I ain't trying to do that. <laughs> but but think, think about that. Think of the beauty in that. The ability to share. 
Wayne said, Dr. Kim, please explain why the people of Jackson cannot vote for their judges. It hasn't passed, so they can still vote for their judges. It passed the House. Now it has to pass the Senate. And if it passed the Senate, then the governor has to sign it. So it hasn't passed yet. So when you say that, please explain why the people of Jackson cannot vote for their judges or prosecutors. They can't. What they did is they carved out a section of downtown and the entertainment system with uh, area, which is probably why, where a lot of their crime is. And they're going to put the people they want in there to prosecute people. And I have a problem with that because the people there should be the ones voting for the judges there. And if you don't like it, that's fine. But you shouldn't be using politics to stop the people's vote the people's idea of who they want in office whether you like it or not and we got some of those same problems right here in Wisconsin and if we don't watch it the legislature which is all Republican and the office of the governor which is Democrat are going to be at odds for another four years and we'll be right where we are not having any money crime running rampant And then people will start moving out of the city just like Detroit. And it'll be scary. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Never miss a show. You can stream us on multiple platforms, Truth App, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Remember, the new 1017 The Truth is home of the Milwaukee Panther basketball. Tonight, Milwaukee Panthers are at the UWM Panther Arena to play against Detroit Mercy Titans. Coverage at 630 Tip off at 7. Thank you, DJ Brother Z. We appreciate you. I know I know. I got you the other day. But I, I, I know how to get back at you. I'll do what I did last year at the anniversary. I'll see you tomorrow live from the Ivy House. Celebrating our sophomore celebration. I know how to get back at DJ Brother Z. I got it. I appreciate you, brother. Take care. God bless. I'll see you in 22 hours. You know, you got to subtract the two and add the this and all that stuff.